Holy Gospel is written in the eighth chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew, beginning at the first verse. Glory be to thee, O Lord. When Jesus was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will, be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. And Jesus saith unto him, See thou tell no man, but go thy way. Show thyself to the priest, and offer the gift that Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus saith unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldst come under my roof, but speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say unto this man, Go, and he goeth. And to another, Come, and he cometh. And to my servant, Do this, and he doeth it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. And I say unto you, that many shall come from the east and west and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way, and as thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. And his servant was healed in the self-same hour. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise be to thee, O Christ. Please be seated. Do you not know that in a race all runners compete? but only one receives the prize. So run that you may obtain it. Those words were from our first lesson today. And it's where Paul is using the analogy of the Christian as an athlete. And it's a marvelous picture that he paints. And this idea of a Christian being on a, on a race through life is often very helpful. In the Christian life, I suppose there are at least two kinds of race. One could be a marathon race. This is the most grueling of all Olympic events, needing great fitness, self-discipline, and endurance. And we shall have to equip ourselves this way if we are to succeed in the Christian life. And if we've recently begun the Christian life, it's 
Useful to remember not to rush, but to listen, observe, take helpful advice, and above all, keep our focus upon Jesus. So it's a marathon race and also an obstacle race. Now we meet all sorts of hazards and traps in the Christian life, but we must always be on the alert and be encouraged as we pursue our journey. I love that book, Pilgrim's Progress, when we're making progress, but we haven't reached perfection yet. In the book of Philippians, Paul picks up the theme again of an athlete when he says, Beloved, I do not consider I have made it my own, but this one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on towards the goal for the prize of the heavenly call of God in Christ Jesus. When he says, I have not yet achieved it, IT, what, what, what does that mean? Well, one writer has said this, it is Christ-likeness, true and complete godliness in its final form, with no room for improvement, and nobody on earth qualifies for this one. Frequent reminders of our imperfection often rear their ugly heads. That's true of ourselves, and it's true of others. We ourselves are imperfect, living in an imperfect world, surrounded by imperfect people who continue to model imperfections on a daily basis. Happy is the person who keeps this in mind. We will find that life is not nearly as galling if you remember that the goal is to press on in spite of the lack of perfection. Perfectionists have a whale of a battle with this. They want life to be lived flawlessly by everyone. That's why it's been said that perfectionists are people who take pains and often give them to others. If a man as capable as Paul admitted he had not yet arrived, we should have little difficulty in saying the same. Progress is the main agenda. And if we can see changes in our own life as compared with, say, a year or so ago, then we're at least we're on the right track. And Paul also says, the past is over, forget it. Picking up the theme of athletes in a race, how often you see as they're approaching the finishing line, it's very, very tight. And if the one who's in the lead turns round and looks backwards, often that's a huge mistake because the runner behind him can overtake and grasp the winning prize. And how often perhaps we hinder our Christian progress by dwelling too much on the past. And it can be a tremendous handicap. One writer has said this, some of the unhappiest people I've ever known are living their lives looking over their shoulder. What a waste. Nothing back there can be changed.
and he highlights two things, our great attainments and accomplishments that can make us proud if we keep reliving them, and also our failures and defeats, which bring feelings of guilt and shame. By recalling those inglorious, ineffective events of yesterday, our energy is sapped for facing the demands of today. Rehearsing those wrongs, now forgiven in grace, can derail and demoralize our progress. There are few joy-stealers more insidious than past memories that haunt our minds. Therefore, take Paul's advice. Forget the past and move forward. And then again with the athlete, he's constantly looking forward to the finishing line. The future holds out hope. Reach out for it. Now in the Olympic Games, when you see it on the television screen, or if you're actually at the event, it's tremendous as there's that great effort to be first over the line. And the whole focus has an aim. And with us in our Christian life, be it long or short, we must keep that focus in mind as to where we're going and why we're doing this. I once remember seeing a beautiful painting. Um, it had a picture of Jesus just going up a mountain and he was turning round and um, there were some people following him and he had a beckoning finger and he was more or less saying to them, come on, follow me, keep your eyes upon me. And the painting was called Christ's Beckoning Finger. And he wants us to keep going, pursue the race, and it can be a tremendous way to live. There's a lovely verse in a hymn which says, Green pastures are before me, which yet I have not seen. Bright skies will soon be o'er me, where the dark clouds have been. My hope I cannot measure, my path to life is free. My Saviour has my treasure, and he will walk with me. And on our race in life, let's press on, remembering that the plan is progress, not perfection. The past is over, forget it. The future holds out hope. Reach out for it. Amen.